Hello. I'm Mr. Red. Welcome to the Sydney St. James Show. You know, walking together with a good friend in the darkness, oh, it is so far better than walking all alone in the light. You know, this is Valentine's Day coming up and I was thinking that, theoretically, you can't really define love and the trueness in it. You don't have to do many sacrifices to prove that your love is true for that one special person. Because, because what is life hasn't given you any chances to make any. So, even a simple feeling of extreme care for someone makes you aware that you're all drenched up in the rain of true love. Yes, true love. How many times when you were a young boy and you thought you were in love? Some people called it puppy love. And you would tell the girl, I love you. Or the girl might tell the guy, she loves him. Do they really, really, truly love each other? Or is love something that grows year after year for 50 years or 60 years? But the other day, I was walking down the street, getting ready to cross the corner. Now you have to understand, I've been married for almost 50 years. Do you want to know what true love is all about? It's my wife reaching down and grabbing my hand. everyone and this is Sydney St. James and I'm talking to you about upcoming Valentine's Day. You know, I look so forward every year to Valentine's Day, but this particular year, guess what? The doctor says I have to go see the dentist and I have to have a root canal. Ooh, so much for Valentine's Day and there wasn't any way I could get out of it. But that doesn't mean I can't sit here before I go and talk about love. And you know, I, I think that love is something that you can't really define. And you, you don't, you just can't tell the trueness that's in it. You don't have to do many sacrifices to prove that your love is true for that one special person. Because what if life hasn't given you any chances to make? And what that tells me is, even a simple feeling of extreme care for someone 
makes you aware that you are all drenched in the rain of true love. Now, allow me, I'm, I'm a storyteller, of course. I've got lots of novels out there and I'm always telling stories. So on this Valentine's Day, I'm sitting here again and I'm thinking, how can I, how can I explain this drenched in the rain of true love? Well, let's, let me tell it in the form of a small little story. A girl was sitting in an SUV at the back seat near the right side window. There's this guy who is sitting on the seat, which is just before her seat. The fella is also sitting on the right-hand side of the car. They are getting driven to their same destination, which is their work. And the driver is putting along driving, but the road's quite curvy. Since the journey is slightly a long one, the guy starts taking a nap. Obviously, he was at the Winchester Club or some other place overnight, and it was an early morning for him to get up and catch the ride to work. So, whenever there was a sharp curve on the road that makes the cab to take a turn, his head is slowly sliding from his neutral position to the right side of the car, and clearly visible that his head was about to bang up against the glass on the window. Now you have to understand, this young woman was in the deepest love for this guy. And very well seeing what was happening, something inside her forced her and she lifted her arm up and made her hand go close enough to the window so that even if this guy gets that bang of his head against the window, her hand would come between his head and the window. It was there to protect him from getting that hard hit up against the glass, giving him a cushion. Oh, a feeling here can only be felt by those who are all drowned in the sea of true love for someone, that she, by lifting her hand, is telling this nature and God, I am going to be there for him, with him taking best care of him, deviating any trouble from hurting him. I will just not let him go through any pain. I will love him with all the best strength that I have of this universe to keep him all safe and all warm. Every time that turn occurred with that car, she does the same thing without giving a dang about what other eyes would think or say when they watched her. This fella, in total sleep with closed eyes, and this, this young woman is just looking at his handsome side of his face. He is at that time being seen by this girl as her little baby. And she is showering her love by the gesture she is holding for him. She is just in so much of love for this guy. Even when this guy isn't even aware of it. 
You can't just ever make any logical reason or concept out of love. It is purely magical, and there are no restrictions when asked to take a stand. Love is an ocean with all those beautiful true secrets that one holds for that one special person who is in thoughts dreams of imagination and in every possible color of life all for his best but nowadays valentine's day is kind of can be compared a little bit to christmas in one regard it's become a commercial celebration with a dozen roses that cost over a hundred bucks increased pressure on couples to make the day absolutely perfect and most of the time a heightened desire to show love to one another since many not all don't seem to take the time to do that every other day unlike what my wife and I have done you know being a, a novel writer and teller of stories uh, one story that I read was by Jules Verne, and I closed my eyes and I started thinking in my head, I needed to borrow his time machine. So if all my listeners out there will come along and hop in and follow me back 48 years, I know that's what I'll be presenting will no doubt fall in line with many of you listening to my podcast today. Here I am. I am madly in love, and my wedding is just on the horizon in Austin, Texas. My whole life together is ahead of me. Halt, reset, now. Zoom back towards the present several years. Let's say 10. It can be tough sometimes to remember those head-over-heels feelings you once had. Take off some of my secrets from someone who has been happily and madly in love for years and years. I am sure for years to come as well. We keep our love alive by wanting to keep our love alive. We are conscious of what doesn't align with our goal of loving, happy, and drama-free marriage, and we eliminate that as much as possible. Our secret to staying in love after all these years is knowing what we have in each other, knowing the value that we bring to each other's lives and that we would be less without it. We have so many years of history that Talking about old times and doing things from the past really does bring back some fond memories. How we love others can vary from different relationships and in various situations. Again, when writing my romance novels, I have to ask myself while I'm writing whether one style of loving represents what all readers envision as true love. Why each style illustrates our yearning to find the right person 
who will satisfy our need to be loved. Meaningful wow reveals our ability for what might come to the closest to pure love. Rather than being concerned with how relationship benefits us, a meaningful relationship is focused on the best interest of the one we love. Did you know that it is true love that puts the other person first? You will no doubt see this answered for you in the second novel of I Am Woman. You can discover this style where my character is trying to always help their lover through challenging times, sacrificing their own wishes to let their lover achieve theirs, endure everything for the sake of the one they love, and suffer, and I do mean suffer, in place of their soulmate. It's going to sound silly, but to me, the secrets to staying madly in love over time is simply staying married, no matter what. And that's easier said than done, I know, when some of you out there are telling me, but the early years can be quite difficult, and many couples don't make it through it. Trust me when I say if you stick with it, you will find that love grows much bigger than all of your expectations. You learn to pick and choose your issues. You learn that not putting down the toilet seat in the bathroom is not a reason for divorce, even if he doesn't learn after five years or even 10 years. <laughs> you learn that we aren't our mistakes, we are our intentions. And most of all, over time, you become family. As much as giving birth to a child makes you a mother or a father. It's a lasting tight bond, but you've got to be committed and see it through to get to that place. We keep love alive in our marriage by sharing intimate time every single day. We have at least a daily 10-minute date for what we call quiet time, peaceful, and we mark it in both of our calendars. Our secret to staying in love after all these years is knowing what we have in each other, knowing the value that we bring to each other's lives and that we would be much less without it. One of the secrets of staying in love all these years, I must say, is the one where we spend quality time together. And most of importantly, we keep things fresh by embarking upon new experiences in life. I still remember when I was dating my wife, taking her on a, a camping trip. It was a new experience for her and it was by far a new experience for me as well. However, when we got back to the big city, I was told there was no reason in the world that God invented the RV while we should be camping. In other words, it was our last new experience camping trip together. Hmm. But 
new experiences do work out. But at least we both learned that one of us didn't like it, right? Or, I got another one for you. My wife and I were trudging way out into Matagorda Bay. It was shallow water. We each held a Coleman lantern. Now, this was a new experience for her. And we were going along, shuffling our feet, holding the lantern, and we had a spear in our right hand. We were gigging flounder. All of a sudden, poof, she speared a big flounder. We put it on the stringer and kept going. And then the love of my life said, Wow, I don't think I've ever had this much fun. And right behind that, she asked, and I mean to say, we were a long ways away from the boat, and we were out in the reeds, and it was dark. She asked the question, why are we having to shuffle our feet when we walk? Hmm. I answered her, and I knew right away I should have told her right up front. But I said, because it makes the stingrays move out of our way. Oh, I thought I was going to get struck by lightning. Here we were in the middle of Matagorda Bay, a long, long ways away from the John boat that we were in. Oh, gosh. Let me tell you this. That was the last time we ever went flounder gigging, shuffling our feet. We did go in an airboat, though, once and had a blast. We know we have a responsibility to take care of one another, and our commitment pushes beyond our differences. This is a time you realize there's no point in arguing really about anything. That person is likely not going to change, so why all the stress? The summary is, we stay committed to making our marriage a loving marriage. I took the time when I was growing up to find a woman who saw the world the same way that I do. We found there wasn't enough time in the day to finish one conversation. We even talk ourselves to sleep at night with so many different topics. We respect our individual interest and take times to hear all about what the other is excited about. We push each other to learn, and I honestly can't imagine my day without her or she without me. Now, before I continue with my story, I've got to keep the lights on, and that means it's time to hear from my sponsor. But it won't last long, and I'll be right back after a few words from Anchor FM. Welcome back. And now, for the rest of my story. I'd like to talk a little bit about the appreciating of one another. Being purposeful about being grateful. It seems obvious, but I have to remind myself to look for the things that my wife is doing for our family. And me, that I could easily chalk up to part of her role in the relationship. By being intentional, about acknowledging my gratitude to her, I find that love comes easy. You might say that on Valentine's Day, that, and I know this may sound corny sometimes, but we almost treat every day like Valentine's Day. 
For example, we should always try to do something special to show we care for the person we love. Neither of us would ever let the other one down. We put the other's interest first. That's just the way we are. And because of that, we always feel loved and appreciated by each other. Plus, we go out of our way to make things special. Last night, after the production of one of my podcasts, I packed a picnic of all her favorite foods, and we went to San Gabriel Park and sat under a big pecan tree and ate. Then, we walked along the river and talked and talked. You know, I think the secret that has helped us to keep our love alive over the years has been working towards a common goal. Those goals have changed through our marriage. They had to. Life can really throw you some curveballs sometimes. It did ours. Determining what was important, now this is it, determining what was important to each of us individually became an important way for us to work together on reaching those goals. Simply put, We are BFS, best friends forever. Still in love 47 years after we first met on a wooden dance floor at the Winchester Club in Houston, Texas. Thank you everyone for joining me today on my Valentine's Day special. Now is the day to turn towards the one you love rather than away. Happy couples like my wife and I turn towards each other rather than staying separate. If you talk to my psychologist daughter, Vanessa, she would describe this as bids for connection. It's a way for me to invite the love of my life into my life. For example, Just the other day, I stepped outside and looked out over beautiful Lake Georgetown. Now, you've got to know, it was 20 degrees outside and would freeze the whatchamacallits off a brass monkey. This was cold for Texas. As I was standing there, admiring the beautiful sunset, I didn't need my wife to join me. to to admire such beauty of the sun setting below the horizon. But I called her loud enough and asked her to come and join me in order to enjoy the view as well. This, my listening friends, is what we call a bid for connection big psychological words, right? (laughs) But what I was doing was inviting her to join me in something very enjoyable, something very meaningful. Probably one of the most important things I want to leave with you today is that when I called her out, I included her in the things I was thinking, enjoying, or no 
noticing. I was, in essence, creating a strong emotional friendship foundation that still continues on to this very day. And it sure doesn't hurt that she's my very best friend in my life, too. I hope your Valentine's Day is just as perfect as mine. And every day after that, and every day after that. And if you've enjoyed my podcast, thank you very much. Maybe leave a review or whatever. (laughs) And be sure to hit that subscribe button or even that follow button. And I will make sure I tell you every time I cut a new broadcast. Have a happy Valentine's and uh, I'll see you just around the corner. <laughs>